0: This is The Universe, episode 20, Oh Confidence, on Saturday, February 24th, 2013. And now, we're all tired. This episode of The Universe is hosted by Sam Eberts with co-host Matthew Petchel and producer Ryan Rampersad. Hi. Hey, how's it going? Welcome to The Universe. Hmm, seems very mellow. I am tired. What have you done to your headphones? How are they looped around that pop filter in such a bizarre way?
1: I don't know. What? I put them on. That's
0: crazy. I mean, I think I went like that, but okay. Don't keep it like that. Why not? It's gonna break. It's not gonna break. Something. It's not gonna break. Whatever. Okay, so, how's it going? You tired? Why are you tired? I don't know. What'd you do today?
1: I. Stop it. <laughs> I got harassed by a man with smelly socks. Harassed.
2: You're harassed.
1: A me? terrorist with smelly socks? Is that what you said? Well, Harrised.
0: apparently in Canada, the, <laughs> the joke is that it, you're harassed, not harassed. Oh,
1: yeah. that's not just Canada, but yeah, sure. Okay,
0: well, that's what I heard.
1: I was harassed by a man with smelly socks.
0: Yes. Yes, you were. Indeed. What have you been working on this week? Anything exciting? Not really. Didn't? Weren't you working, like, all week on some Conway's thing?
1: No. I, that I was worked, last week? I worked for, like, a couple hours on you write a couple hours
0: like every day no no oh, i felt like every day to me
1: one day i spent like two hours and i wrote a quad tree implement is that what you're talking about sure Spent like two hours writing a quad tree implementation and then i spent like an hour trying to fix it and then the next day i spent another like two hours trying to fix it i finally fixed it except now i get a seg fault and i don't know why so i gave up
0: well yeah
1: so i'm just not gonna write it in c i'll write it in something else java yeah probably not
0: what else is there
1: i don't know okay
0: and i guess you could write it in python
1: I don't know. But go write in JavaScript. Uh, Figure out how to use prototype.
0: Yeah, do that. Yeah, definitely. Might be useful. And then tell me how.
1: Yeah. What I mean? Did I write the glider this week? Was that this week? I felt
0: like it was because you updated your site recently.
1: Maybe it was. I can't remember. My brain is in a fog. It's weird because I got 15 hours of sleep and I woke up 12 hours ago, and I am still super tired.
0: Well, I mean that happens all the time. Like you know, I wake up to go to school and I have no clue what's going on yeah. in thirty eighty one,
1: and I have a bunch of work to do.
0: I also must do. Got work. a
1: paper due Thursday. Got two papers due Thursday. I've got some. Um, got a paper like due Monday.
0: Home like algorithms homework I need to do. Got
1: a lab due Friday. What lab? The thirty eighty one weekly lab. Oh. Got an exam. I'm not worried about that. Don't we have an exam?
0: Yeah, it's a quiz. Yeah, I don't. I, I know what Which honest. is a midterm. He he's calls them a, quizzes. He's calling it a quiz. They're midterms. Well, though, to me, mid-term we don't midterms don't oh, have midterms. Okay, I didn't know that
1: Pretty sure. Anyway, it's fine. Got a bunch of stuff to do this week. So I was at the library today working on some of it, and it was fun.
0: It's so weird. I would Here's never go the to the library. Close
1: at like six thirty now, though, on a, on a Sunday. I you mean, a to, Saturday. Yeah, they used to be open from ten a.m. till ten p.m. Wow, on the weekends, every day, in fact. And then apparently two weeks ago they changed the hours and neglected to tell anyone, and now they close at six thirty on weekends.
0: Wait, the whole library or just Taylor Center?
1: Taylor Center. Hmm. Why? Because uh, they have twenty four hour labs and they wanted to not, I don't know, because they're stupid. Well, this goes That's go my favorite one, no, but those are nice. It's like a library in there. It's I know. It's like a study. It's I agree. nice, and there's wood fixtures. Yeah, it inside. is much it's nicer. Nice. In there. I don't like sitting in the dingy CSE labs. Isn't that funny? i mean they are i know kind of gross Mm -hmm. well not i mean not necessarily gross although sometimes they are gross because the trash cans like overflow and trash goes everywhere
0: i remember going to lab one day on monday and they weren't empty man that was bad
1: but yeah see Mm -hmm. the actual like cs labs are they're like makes me feel bad to be in them because they're so i don't know dirty gray and dirty and Mm
0: -hmm. very gray i agree
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Drab.
0: I'm only in a lab ever, one day a week for an hour.
1: Me too. Well, except I'm there for my forty sixty one lab then too.
0: But you actually ha- oh, so they're actually in a computer lab for your same 40- room. Oh, okay. Yeah,
1: that's nice. Except it's like five hours, six hours later.
0: I thought you were going to say it's a six hour lab. No, I'd be impressed. One hour lab.
1: But then I spend all my time in Lind because it's nice. Mm-hmm. I agree. And there's coffee nearby.
0: See, I have have a problem with spending time on campus in general.
1: Yeah, I don't really like it either, except in Lind.
0: Yeah, pretty much. It's pretty nice there. Mm -hmm. Nice monitors.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Dual monitors. Mm Mm-hmm. So great.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Yep. So anything... Fun uh, stuff.
0: Anything uh, scientific happen to you this week? Not really. Hmm. It's too bad.
1: I mean, yeah. Did anything scientific happen to you this week? Well,
0: not to me, but I participated by watching.
1: Oh, what was that
0: uh well earlier this week there was a google hangout so last week the google hangout was with obama and his presidents yes and this week it was with the international space station
1: right and last week the hangout was after the state of the union so it was like the fireside hangout
0: yeah so it makes sense mostly. and this week it's before the iss went dark for an hour due to a bad update i guess or something i'm not sure
1: i have no idea well, anyway, oh uh, yeah I forgot that happened that probably went good news
0: well it turns out words um, but also uh, I, I watched this well, what what day that was it was early Friday morning and um, I watched it and it was kind of funny because everybody who was on the ground you know using their terrestrial internet uh, they were all always dropping out their audio was getting blurry or laggy or and their video was, was of poor quality as opposed to the people on the International Space Station. In which case, do you hear something? Is that a thing? Did anybody hear that? Hmm. Maybe it was a drying machine or something. Um, the um, International Space Station had a perfectly clear image and perfect audio in space without a cable, without anything. And I find that kind of sad. Well, satellite. I mean, come I on. It is satellite. It's so easy to dig a hole with some dirt around it and to put a cable in it, connect it to a house.
1: Yeah, but... Sounds all like, of that goes through satellites. Sounds
0: like I know, and that sounds like a lot more work. Getting a satellite. No no
1: no. All of your traffic goes through satellites.
0: Yeah. But my traffic is also on the cable near ground.
1: Right, but it also goes through satellites. Not There's the only it goes through yeah, no, it, it always does.
0: My traffic is not going through a satellite right now. When you so, go to
1: a website it is.
0: Not not really.
1: A lot of the times it is.
0: I can get you the trace There's route. No,
1: yeah, and usually it goes through satellites.
0: No, I don't think so. Don't don't think so. He's a network tech. He should know.
1: Doesn't go through satellites.
0: I mean, not from the America. I mean, maybe to somewhere else, but not here. Try right, Cuba. Well, anyway, right. the International Space Station is kind of a satellite, so I mean, it is a satellite. Their internet was going to a satellite, but I just think it's kind of strange that they had such a perfect connection as opposed to everyone else. So Matt suggested that it was staged. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Great. Yeah. What else do you know?
1: What else do I know? Mm-hmm. Um, you, were,
0: you were very angry about something earlier. What was that about? Mm.
1: Politics and politicians being themselves.
0: You see, that actually had energy.
1: Yeah, but I'm really tired.
0: Yes, because you expended all your energy in explaining what you were angry about the first time.
1: Well, I only get more energy when I'm angry. And I've gotten over being angry. I mean, it's still angry ing fying. It's still <sighs> angry. However, I am no longer currently angry. I don't know, it was some Republican politicians claiming national defense as a reason for keeping information classified when there is no real justification for that, and the people, or the things they were saying, and the things they were accusing people of doing or not doing, were generally false. So, you know, nothing Mm new.
0: I guess not. Now that goes all the energy for this show.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: This region of space is quite empty.
1: Yeah, so there's uh, I don't know a couple interesting things. There's been a little bit of talk about NASA's Langley Research Center um, doing work on low energy nuclear reactors. So, LENR. I don't know if people actually say that. It's abbreviation right. though. Uh, the acronym, I guess.
0: It's better than OLED.
1: But people don't say that; they say OLED.
0: No, actually, the people at CES last year and this year said OLED.
1: They shouldn't. I agree. Okay. Uh, So anyway, this low energy nuclear reactor, which turns out there's not a lot of, or, I mean, there's like people have talked about it and talked about the idea and talked about the physics behind the idea, and apparently NASA's even done some work on coming coming up with. nuclear reactor powered spacecraft but this work that's being done at Langley doesn't really have any pub- uh, published research or anything no results from what they're doing so it's kind of weird um, there's no there's like no links anywhere to any of their research there's no nothing on their site that I could find hmm and somebody else made a comment about this as well
0: it's kind of bad yeah so it just I mean, disappeared it cool. in general
1: no it's I mean like it's still going Supposedly, it's still going on. Like the research Supposedly. is still going on, but nothing has been published from it. Hmm. There's no results. No, um, that happens sometimes. But it's a cool idea. I like nuclear. It's cool. And I think did I have I talked about lifters on the show before? Liquid fluorium? No, you did not talk about that. Liquid fluoride thorium. Liquid fluorium. Where did I come up with that? Liquid fluoride thorium reactors, which are non non-urani- uranium non uranium powered reactors, or it's a, a different decay. Sequence involving uranium than the ones currently used in plutonium and uranium reactors, Hmm. and it uses liquid or it uses uh, different cooling. So there's no water cooling to explode and release irradiated water vapor into the atmosphere, such things. So, Mm -hmm. Um, so this is cool. Is a good, um, hopefully promising as far as nuclear powered spacecraft, which are. Viewed as a lot of by a lot of people as sort of the future, or what will have to be the future. Now, is that and, to
0: leave the atmosphere or just in general? Um, more in for
1: interplanetary travel. Yeah, that's what I thought. Um, because liquid fuel power or liquid fueled engines, you know, take a take a lot more fuel to produce the same amount of energy, mm-hmm. and the weight obviously then is increased and for longer journeys you need more
0: well i was just thinking that it'd be okay if you know a gas ball exploded in the sky rather than a nuclear semi-bomb
1: right well so that's the other thing about reactors like this and reactors like the lifter is that there's decreased risk of explosion because of the lack of pressurized liquid coolant Mm -hmm. um water generally uh so yeah it's interesting um interesting stuff And obviously there's work on, we've talked about the warp drive and there's other forms of interplanetary and interstellar propulsion being researched, but so far the probably closest one to implementation would be nuclear and that it really isn't even close itself as far as replacing liquid-fueled rockets. Mm -hmm. Um, Although there has been some interesting work done on ion thrusters recently, but that's more of a space travel medium rather than uh it just takes injection forever. into geosynchronous orbit or something mm-hmm. yeah yeah
0: right i mean aren't the um aren't some things already using the ion propulsion
1: uh i'm not I positive thought, on I thought,
0: that i thought something was like something that went to center. i'm not sure like cassini mm-hmm. i don't know that's what i was thinking
1: it's weird i was just reading about cassini the other day i don't know but i and i mean when i say use of nuclear reactors in space obviously they're already being used. Curiosity is powered by a nuclear reactor. Mm-hmm. Uh, Voyager had has nuclear reactors um, on board, so this is in terms of use as a propulsion mechanism instead of
0: a yes, power source. Yes, um, Cassini slash Huygens was using an electric ion electric propulsion thing. Okay. Pioneer.
1: Cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then the other thing is this is nuclear reactor propulsion source versus the nuclear bomb propulsion propulsion source that was experimented with in the Orion project, which I think, I think we talked about that I at so. some point on this show. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's cool. I was, that's, it that was interesting to read about. Um, although kind of weird as far as not having published research or results. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're still launching plenty of stuff into space with the liquid fueled rockets. um, There's a satellite that's going to be launched, supposed to be launched, scheduled to be launched tomorrow by the Canadian Space Agency called NeoSat with two S's. Uh, It's the Near Earth Object Surveillance Satellite. Um, Clever. So. Very original. Yeah, and I wonder how much of this was sort of inspired by a recent asteroid encounter well so when you told me about this
0: i asked you so is it for asteroid mining and it's like no
1: no it's not for asteroid mining
0: i know but i mean is it like is it is isn't that what they're looking at it for is that what they will no use it for no
1: this is for detecting possible earth impacting space oh
0: things that might kill us instead of make us money okay yes my mistake
1: um so it's kind of interesting suitcase size pretty small i don't know I'm not in the mood to funny. talk about it. Yeah, it's a box. It's satellites are boxes a lot of the time. Huh. They don't have telescopes. They don't have to be round.
0: My guess.
1: Um, even telescopes don't have to be round. Sometimes they're hexagonal. Sometimes they're square.
0: I like the square ones.
1: It's interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, so on this subject, sort of the, the planetary resources and... Uh, what's the other one called? I can't remember. Deep Space Incorporated. Deep Space Inc or something I don't um, know. two asteroid mining ventures um, have sort of I'm not sure what your word to use um, not promised but sort of said that they will use their equipment and their capabilities to contribute to the effort to detect these near earth objects um, and p- possible asteroid collisions and stuff in the future mm-hmm. so planetary resources and their leo which is part of the Arcid 100 series which we talked about last week yep. um will contribute to the effort to detect these possible earth impacting asteroids or near earth objects i guess
0: well in order to make money we need to be alive. yes right
1: yes um so that's cool and then the other company which i can't recall the name of it the moment also said something along those lines
0: they'll pop up eventually
1: um yeah, it was there's an article I was going to talk about them actually, but I couldn't find it. Um, taking a slightly different approach than planetary resources to the asteroid mining thing, so maybe that'll show up next week or something. Sounds good. Uh, and another small satellite is this. Well, I guess there's two of them. Um, they're nanosatellites, sort of. They are being launched by the Indian Space Agency. I'm not sure if they have. An acronym for that um well anyway,
0: the, the the satellites have an acronym what is that
1: the satellites are the bright nanosats there sounds pretty good the what does that stand for bright target, target explorer, explorer. Yeah. yeah so anyway they're just gonna look at bright stars and it's less a a real it's not necessarily like getting new data or anything it's more of a demonstration of the capabilities of these nanosatellites that are far beyond expectations um to be able to pack that imaging power into that small of a device and like they're like 15 pounds they're like eight inches wide so pretty impressive um
0: kind of cool actually
1: mm -hmm. yeah very cool and the small payload so like did we talk about this microsat thing last week
0: no we did not
1: so there's some i can't recall where i read this and i can't recall the exact details but there's somebody who i think received a grant to pursue or no this was on kickstarter there was a Kickstarter, and a guy is uh, working on putting these microsats into space, which are, are to into low-Earth orbit, I guess, or I think. Um, and they're more for taking data, atmospheric data and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and he let people – if you contributed enough to the Kickstarter fund, you could uh, – access or you could like take control of one of them essentially to get whatever data you wanted. And so the success of that was pretty cool. And a lot of people did it and he ended up putting way more out than he, or he is going to put way more out than he originally intended. Yeah. I didn't, I
0: didn't hear of that Kickstarter. When did that start slash it's
1: It ended a while ago in the summer, I think. Yeah. I I Um, guess
0: I wasn't, I wasn't aware.
1: Yeah. I don't know. Maybe we'll talk about it later, but so that's cool. The decreasing size. Obviously I mean, corresponding what, with the decreasing size and computing... Well,
0: I was going to say everything, yeah.
1: Yeah. Or increasing...
0: S- Densities,
1: right. decreasing Right, computing size. power per cubic in- centimeter.
0: Uh, computing power per lumen. No, we use metric. Well, what's the light measurement in metric? Irrelevant.
2: <sighs> lumen is metric.
0: You don't know our lumen joke? Come on now. So, <clears throat> lumen is
1: not metric metric system is three units the rest is is possibly is si okay good (gasps) international system is english and that is the language yeah but nobody
0: calls it is units i just did yeah and nobody else does i didn't know what you were talking about whatever okay you want to talk about units again i think we did that once we did wow
1: jetpack cell phones Cell phones, jetpacks. Jetpacks and cell phones or cell
0: phones. I think... Or jetpacks. Wh- what was my argument? Do you remember? You said
1: you wanted your jetpack. I did? I said cell phones are way more cool than jetpacks.
0: Man, I was being dumb.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I think you were just arguing because you wanted to argue. Oh,
0: yeah, so it's probably true. It's like me.
1: But I don't. maybe it was the other way around. Maybe I was being dumb. But anyway, that was one of a like, That was a good show, though. We just argued for like an hour. <laughs> but anyway... That's back when you had energy. So that was cool stuff. Mm-hmm cool stuff um i don't think that we have any more
0: i see a lot of links satellite here. news
1: okay no, satellite news specifically uh let's see there was oh, i guess that's it mm-hmm. okay interesting Got a couple of those though um so this is just a, an interesting link that i found uh io9 since i didn't have any other io9 articles yeah you gotta week, put one in i had to put one in um, we should
0: just make that its own segment
1: the io9 segment? Yeah. Yeah, okay. So this is the io9 segment, a cool. new segment on the universe, uh, where we find a cool link from the past week from io9 and talk about it. So this one is a list of classic European sci-fi movies that are not very well known. So obviously, Metropolis, and to a lesser extent, The Cabinet of Dr. Caligari, are fairly well known, at least in the science fiction realm I like how you say they're well known, because I have no clue. Um, as, you know, European science fiction movies. Um, And so this is a list of other generally Eastern European and Northern European science fiction movies, which I have never seen or heard of before, but actually look pretty cool. So I might, I'm kind of a fan of these old sci-fi movies and stuff. Um, So I'll have to check these out. And if any of you listening are interested, then you can check this link out and... Maybe get your hands on some of these. It's um, pretty good. Yeah. So, that is our io9 segment. Uh, oh, wait. Yes, that is it. That is the conclusion. One article. Um,
0: and if you, and if that list wasn't good enough, there's more in the comments.
1: Yeah. As usual. The comments on io9 are
0: oftentimes better than the article. Not surprising, because yeah. the people who write the comments actually sometimes have time to write them.
1: Also, there's a couple people in the sort of io9 community that are smart and know what they're talking about unlike the uh, authors yeah -hmm. um so let's see oh so this is the thing that i was pissed about earlier um this article about uh and there's there's other articles about this too it's not like just from aviation week but they have an article summarizing fairly well the sort of recent accusation by two republican congressmen uh, that this guy, Pete Warden, who is the director of the Ames Research Center, uh, is violating some international trade and armaments regulations and jeopardizing national security in doing so by making certain taxpayer-funded research on projects that eventually became elements of certain NASA things oh. like the lunar atmosphere and dust environment explorer and another civil spacecraft. Um so I just sh- and then accusing them of or accusing him of making this data available to foreign nationals like Chinese engineers and stuff and mm-hmm. thus jeopardizing national security. Which is complete bullshit. And this is what I was telling Ryan about earlier, how this made me so angry, how I'm sick of people using this sort of umbrella justification of national defense as, you know, a reason for keeping p- taxpayer-funded information classified. Right. And in certain extreme cases, it is a valid reason. However, most of the time, and especially now when it's claimed sort of in this umbrella sense as a reason to keep all this information secret and stuff, it's getting kind of ridiculous and counterproductive. And I also told Ryan that maybe if these guys weren't such jerks in the first place, everybody, they wouldn't be so concerned with other people... With national defense, because not everybody would hate them.
0: Right. Yes. Well, so I just actually read the article, because I, I wasn't available previously. Uh, it's three
1: pages long, but the first page has most of the information. Well,
0: I'm only reading the first page. Mm-hmm. But, um, Lamar Smith, if you um, remember previously, so go back to 2011 in mm, January. Lamar Smith was the author of SOPA, and uh, he apparently is a person who's... Uh, yelling here
1: yes well welcome to republicans
0: and i think that's just coincidental which means leads me to believe that he is a troll
1: oh he is they're mostly trolls
0: not all of them but most of them
1: yeah well i'm using the umbrella statement oh you're doing they're the same mo- thing yeah. okay anyway i don't i already ranted so watch the listen to the fringe whatever i'm too lazy to. you do know i
0: i know fairly modest republicans that are not crazy. It's I'm just the ones about in office.
1: The ones in office, yes.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> the politicians themselves. It's just so.
0: the ones that are in office that are the problem. Right. Yeah, well, it turns out. Hey, w- weren't you telling me what somebody thought about r- why the country's going downhill or something?
2: Moral breakdowns.
0: No, no, no. That's what I was telling you. But um, somebody was telling you, you were telling me about a hydrogen powered vehicle, and then you were telling me about why somebody was
2: so depressed. Do you know why all these white people are shooting people? Because Obama got reelected. Wait, 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 wait! More people got shot. Yeah, like that that Sandy Hook thing, that elementary school.
1: This oh, guy's besides going that, crazy.
2: Just, or just this, that these white guys are going crazy because Obama's been reelected.
1: Yeah, well, I these mean, like a lot nuts. of people in the U.S. are still racist. It's kind of ridiculous. Yeah, but okay, but no, this, I thought, this was
2: coming straight from a Catholic church. This is real. Yeah, no, Oops. but
1: but anyway, so I'm. <laughs> that that can go on your political discussion show man. Um, <laughs> no, it <we> can't. <laughs> just yeah, anyway. So All those that brings there me to another point of recent news that I noticed that there was a man with a long rifle in body armor sighted on the MIT campus.
0: Why and for why? I
1: think it was yesterday. Okay. Or the day before. I never heard anything about it. I saw it the MIT, no, MIT Creative Labs tweeted, well, or MIT creative. Media Lab okay. tweeted it that fake. it was? Official. It was faked. Really?
2: It was just a hoax. That's why I didn't hear anything about it. But I did hear they, stuff about they made it. They made it up. They got all scared. Well, that's a pretty good job. and found nothing.
0: See, now I'm getting a source here from Huffington, and you know, okay. Like, no, but he Huffington them, is even less police, reliable than you. The
1: guy yeah. not being on campus and the police showed up is different than it being a hoax. Can you cite some sources? I, I'm
2: getting there. Hold on.
0: No, I'm
1: asking uh, Matt. Do you remember oh, where sorry. you read
2: this? No, I was before I came here at six o'clock. I was watching um, evening news on CBS. How's that?
1: Real media. Okay. Well, we'll come back to this when Ryan finds. Well,
0: so I did. Uh, the Cambridge police did not find a suspect, a suspect and say the call was unfounded, tweeting, scene is clear, no threat to public safety. Yeah. Okay, that's it.
1: Okay. I don't know. I just...
0: Straight from the police department. Right.
1: Well, I mean, I saw that tweet too, but I didn't see anything about whether they saw, saw anyone. Or... Right. Yeah. But so, right. So there's no claims made that it was a hoax but necessarily. But those are the but...
0: exact words you said. A man with a long rifle and body armor.
1: It was a tweet. 140 characters is not hard to
2: remember.
0: I'm just impressed. I mean, I would have made up a bunch of words and reversed them.
1: Yeah. Hey, did you get
2: the tweet this week about that Amber Alert?
1: No, a bunch of people talking about it, and I was yeah. like, eh, whatever. Cool.
2: So you didn't get it on your phone?
1: I would not do that.
2: But I don't... Can you even, forced
0: compliance, I thought. I thought it was, too. So this week, I thought it was just my phone that was fancy pants, because, you know, it's new and fancy. I thought, I, oh, cool, I got an Amber Alert. But he got it, too, on his lame phone, so
2: I was impressed. I mean, <laughs> it was the first time they tried pushing this out in St. Paul, in Minneapolis, and stuff. And
1: how can they do that?
2: I don't know, but it's cool. It's government black magic. Man. But they yeah.
1: can't because it didn't show up on my phone. I checked my phone literally less, Vote but like in a shorter interval than every hour, and so there's no way that I would have missed it.
2: What's well, a text message? I never got any text. But it has its own special beep code. Beep, like beep code instead of the, the regular text message. But a text message. Huh? Didn't it's this text message. Yeah. What did I yeah, I definitely say? didn't get it. You didn't get a text message. Well, uh, it only it, went to mine. No,
0: actually, it was a text message, but it's in a secret spot. So when you go to the text messaging app, you have to not hit that button. You have to click here and then go to call broadcast or sell broadcasts, and then they're just texts here. It's in a separate page. How many did you get? Well, two, I the guess. The one
1: that there was an ambulance and then the one that they found the kid? No, no I don't do the
0: phone. I guess not. No. So there was one at 3.39 p.m. on the February 20th, and then one also at 11.26 a.m. on the February 21st.
1: About the same person?
0: Uh, yeah, I guess so. Same same words in both.
1: Yeah, so definitely didn't show up in my phone.
0: Hmm. It's interesting. I wonder why. You're on T-Mobile also, so it wasn't because you were on a different carrier. That's interesting. Yeah. Hmm. Well, anyway. you learn things every day.
1: Yep.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: What else do you know? Uh...
1: Well, uh, we talk about exoplanets once in a while on this show. Apparently, uh, some researchers found the smallest so far confirmed, or you know, uh, words failing me. Can't talk. Confirmed. Found. Uh, (laughs) Spotted. Headphones got stuck.
0: Oh, (laughs) did did that actually happen? Huh? What? What? What did I tell you at the beginning of the show?
1: Um. So Kids. some scientists analyzing the Kepler data have are reasonably confident. Oh, confidence. Sort <laughs> of to see. Tired. Uh. Yeah. So keep in mind, I've slept for thir- 15 hours and then I've been up for twelve hours. So it makes sense that I'm tired. Does it? Yes. Okay. So anyway, uh, sub mercury sized exoplanet. So this is analyzing like three years worth of data and. F- is, like, the smallest exoplanet so far.
0: And where was it located?
1: Confidently confirmed. That is what I meant, sort of. Anyway, uh, where is it located? Um, It was located around the star Kepler-37.
0: Oh, see, I thought you meant an exoplanet-like.
1: Oh, just kidding. The planet is Kepler-37b. Now, it's weird because I feel like I've heard, didn't we, haven't we talked about Kepler-37b? system before or was that a, a different 30 series system we we have talked about this on the show before and i definitely remember talking about maybe maybe it was like 36 or something um or 32 well like 32 so seven, kepler sorry.
0: 37 is the star and kepler 37b is the planet right
1: so that's how they number them yeah. So, yeah with letters right but so i was the i think we talked about the 32 system or the 36 system before, mm, I um, don't so, have shown anyway those. um. So yeah, tiny planet orbiting really close to the sun, highly irradiated highly irradiated surface, similar to that of the moon, and no atmosphere like Mercury. So I just read the abstract. Wow, that sounds good. Anyway, so uh, Phil Plait, the guy on Bioastronomy, who both of which we've talked about, mentioned at least before on the show, um, last week he posted a picture of a volcano which he claimed had almost unnaturally circular flanks What does like, that even mean? Like the shape of the volcano? Okay. Was an unnaturally perfect circle. Mm-hmm. And if you click on the second link, the one I have attached sort of below it, and you scroll down, you can see the picture. Um and it shows a weird dark circle well, around is, a volcano. That is very round. And it turns out that was a national park circular national park and the buildings wow. encroached to that circle and that is why it looks like a perfectly circular that volcano. is incredibly perfect and it's perfect because that's where the trees end huh. because the boundaries of the park whoever are was in charge of circular.
0: that did a really great job we yeah. could never do that in america um it would be like make this a circle and you get like a trapezoid
1: yeah yeah and that was that was in new zealand um, so anyway, Not so America. then this, he, he corrected that after input from readers and this week he posted one, a picture of a actually almost circular volcano.
0: So he found a different one just to make himself right. Okay.
1: No. Well, it was, I don't know why, but anyway, um, really what I wanted to mention besides the fact that I really like Phil plate's blog because of his adjectives, no ad his verbs for i don't know what they're called grammar um when you click on it he's like he uses different words to describe the action not
0: oh yeah you were telling me verb, about this but... we were in Kaufman that one day and yeah he, oh, so that's this guy so
1: yeah this is that guy okay. and so he uses great words like enclavinate and hephestinate like Hephaestus. it sounds like him Greek god matt says those
0: well no words. but he makes up weird words what was that word no, you but those are saying? made up words. those are real words what was that word that you said yesterday
2: I'm sure it was a dollar word, though. (laughs) No, it was promo code. Oh, (laughs) Triassosaur! Oh, yeah. Well.
0: (laughs) Go online.
1: Anyway, so besides that, what I wanted to talk about was the comment that um, Phil made on that old post, which he corrected about the mistake he made in sort of not... Confirming what he knew and so he already had this he had looked at the picture and he had this idea in his head and then he went and he read about it and all of the stuff that he read, he sort of just paid attention to the stuff that reinforced this idea that it was perfectly circular. Um and that's a common mistake made in scientific research still mm-hmm. in today. So yeah.
0: Sounds like the wizard's first reel.
1: Fun stuff. Anyway. Uh there's a cool video. On to the next topic, because I'm tired. (laughs) I understand. There's this... I told you we should have just done the show tomorrow.
0: Nope, I'm busy. No, you're not. Yes, I have things to do. You're doing 8-bit. Yes, at night, but what about during the day?
1: You could do 8-bit on Google Hangout. Mm -hmm. At the same time, you're doing the universe on Skype with me.
0: Incorrect, because they recorded the same computer.
1: You could have one record to that computer.
0: Oh, crap, I have two now. No, see, I don't have that... You could do
1: it... You could do it. <laughs>
0: you know, not even Dan Benjamin can do that. So maybe that would we be cool. We should try that. No, nah, no. Yeah, why not? Hey, do you want to be a producer? I, I have a position. <laughs> no. <laughs>
1: wait, wait. No, no, no. All you have to do is start the hangout in here.
0: And then just walk away?
1: And then sit out there and do the universe with me.
0: Yeah, I know, but I want—I don't want to be involved in either. All I'm saying I know, is I that know. you it's, could.
1: You're but. in the universe right now. Anyway, I know. I'm just talking about Possibilities.
0: Okay, should I play the video, or do you want to describe the
1: video? Well, I mean, there's not much audio. It's nice acoustic sounds and such. Um, But anyway, so it's a video uh, in infrared, um, and... Okay.
0: Just because you can hear it doesn't mean anybody else can. Continue.
1: Okay, so um, there's a video shot in infrared of plants and trees moving and things. Anyway, so it's really cool because all the leaves which absorb infrared did i say absorb I yes. meant not absorb so i don't know what o- i'm talking i,
0: I don't about. know what the opposite of absorbing is
1: not absorbing yeah but as i mentioned reflecting mm, is it though yeah okay i mean emitting really but that's not what i meant i don't know anyway so watch the video it's really cool and it's shot in infra- infrared so you can see what things might look like through the eyes of a thing that sees infrared of which there are things but i don't know what they are So, moving on.
0: You told me that it's kind of funny because it just looks like it was put through a black-white filter. Yeah,
1: I I mean, I was kind of joking because it doesn't actually look that bad. When you're looking at certain objects, their infrared reflection properties are similar to their visible-spectrum reflection properties. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. But leaves look way different. They're all white. So, anyway. Uh, Another super awesome video that was... I think it was released this week uh, is of a really cool... Heliophysics um, Yes, Heliophysics A really cool uh, loop uh, It was like a solar Or a coronal mass ejection And a solar flare And you can see It's like a side A side-on view Of the solar flare They in, At one point in the video They put a little Earth-sized circle Picture of the Earth In the video So that you can see Like for comparison How big it is mm-hmm. It's pretty big but anyway, it's really cool because they captured like the whole thing on a side-on view. Good footage, so watch that. Mm-hmm. Um, more video media type things. Uh, there's a funny... Well, just kidding. We're going to skip this. Okay. Well, so if you like Sir Arthur Conan Doyle, there's a link in the show notes to a questionnaire he filled out that is funny and cynical and very Victorian.
0: I do have to tell you that the likelihood of any of our audience members knowing what a Sir Arthur Conan Doyle is...
1: Sir Arthur Conan Doyle? What did I say? Author. Same thing. Okay, well, anyway. The
0: likelihood of anyone knowing what a Sir is is low.
1: Yes, so Dear said Sir, sir Arthur, Arthur Conan Doyle filled this questionnaire out with a great deal of sarcasm and cynicism. Why don't we try, who is he? Pretty funny. Who is he? Yeah, who? He is a... I don't know. He was like sort of a Victorian polymath, I guess. He, I can't recall off the top of my head what exactly he did. Well, okay,
0: we'll go with the polymath. That's that's pretty good.
1: Yeah, yeah. I don't know. He wrote stuff. He researched stuff.
0: Mm Hmm. Good. I
1: don't know. Open the Wikipedia page.
0: I I'm looking at a rover. Busy.
1: Okay, I'll open the Wikipedia page.
0: Wow, this is pretty good. How did it take a picture of itself, though?
1: So right, he wrote Sherlock Holmes. That's what.
0: Oh, see, that's kind of important. Yeah, I wouldn't know. But that.
1: anyways, she was also like a physician and some other stuff. I can't remember.
0: Surprised I didn't remember that. Like I said, pretty tired.
1: So besides that, the Curiosity Rover is a sweet picture that they put up panorama of the rover, um, and it's mosaic, so the body and stuff is all there. Um, and the mass side of the camera is not visible, which is sweet. And you can see, like, the whole thing.
0: Well, on the first page, I feel like I could see a picture of itself.
1: It is a picture of itself.
0: Well, how did you do that?
1: What do you mean? It's a mosaic image.
0: Why do I keep scrolling and not getting back? No, not that. What's wrong with this page?
1: So anyway, awesome panorama. Check it out.
0: No, but, like, what is, what is, what is this?
1: Reload
0: the page. Well, no, I mean this part right here. What
1: do you
0: mean it's the picture? That right there. What is this?
1: The mass
0: head camera. So how did I? How does the it see that?
1: Wow, well, that, that was taken with a different camera.
0: Oh, okay. So there's two cameras.
1: Yeah. Okay. And then it's a mosaic image. So mm-hmm. I think a lot of the f- imagery of the landscape was taken with the mass head camera, and then the imagery of itself was taken with a secondary camera. Don't quote me because I'm not sure, but I think that's how they did it. It's
0: pretty cool, actually.
1: It's really cool. People should sort of look at it.
0: Myers is very dry, apparently. I mean, yeah. If he, I mean, so, if you he haven't heard that already,
1: that's cool. Something else is pretty cool. There's this hotel, apparently, that sounds pretty sweet in Chile uh, that's made sort of like specifically for stargazing. And somebody made a time-lapse of the surrounding terrain and night sky, which is cool, makes you want to go there. So you can watch that if you're interested as well or if you're looking for somewhere to go. But beyond that, I'm tired. That's about the end of our... News ish things, Mm -hmm. Um, so there are a couple things though happening, which will definitely make it onto the next show. Good Um, things that are happening in the next week, one of which, which we mentioned on the last show, is the second SpaceX launch um, servicing the International Space Station, which is scheduled for March first, as we mentioned on the previous show. So, you know, that's like what Friday, I think so. Yeah, so that'll happen, and we'll. Talk about it. Sounds good. Hopefully it works. Hopefully. Um. So watch out for that, and then the the press conference scheduled for tomorrow. On what? Uh, Inspiration Mars. So there's obviously you all have noticed if you listen to the show. There's been what?
0: Well, I always well, like- talked
1: about it on the show. So if you've listened to the show, you would have paid. It. If you pay attention when you listen to this show, you would know there's been a recent. Increase in the number of commercial oh. space flight ventures. Mm-hmm.
0: I I, do. I am aware of that.
1: So a new one called Inspiration Mars, uh, which there's not a whole lot of information about, but they're have holding a press conference to describe what it is and what they're doing and how they're going to do it and such things tomorrow. So probably, depending on whether Ryan edits the show tonight, that will either be before or after the show comes out. Um,
0: the likelihood of the show being out before it today is tomorrow is likely
1: okay so inspiration mars a manned mission to mars funded by this guy named dennis tito who's the first um human tourist to space i guess he went to the iss in 2001 he was that guy so he's funding this mission supposedly supposed to take place by 2018 um, to go to the mars with people not go to the Mars, but go near the Mars, not orbit, not land, just go near it, turn and that, around and come back. That's it. Yes. Not sure why they hopefully will say tomorrow. Um, I guess there's some sort of alignment taking place, which there won't be for another like 10 years after that or something. Well, good time to which go. Which makes man. the journey easier. Um, so, mm-hmm. stuff. And that is being announced at the IEEE conference for Aerospace, which hopefully cool things will be discussed there. So maybe that will give us some more interesting stuff to talk about next
0: week. Okay. Yep. You don't have any um, strange music to end the show with this week.
1: I don't. There is an a abundance of other media during the show. So,
0: uh, Two things.
1: Well, there's a picture and three videos.
0: I know, but you always end with unicorns and ponies, except today.
1: I mean, play some Daft Punk or something, but it might get us sued.
0: Yeah, I, I'm trying to avoid that. Any, anything to add over there? Give me uh, a couple seconds. Okay, no problem. Well, while you're doing that, I'll uh, outro deuce our guest. Hi, you want to say where we can find you on the internet over there?
2: Uh. Not in the high score chapter of your local chess application scoreboard. I
0: don't think I've ever played chess in the Mac. which
2: hasn't been signed into Game Central just yet. Not surprising. I don't know why Apple hates you so much. No, we try to play a nice friendly game of chess, and it wants you to save your losing game and everything else. Mm-hmm. I, I was destroyed in like twelve turns, thirteen turns. Did you, did
0: you pick Ultra Hard Grandmaster? always yeah <laughs> as I mentioned where can we find you on the internet
2: you can find me on the internet next to the satellite transfer communication thing I used to hook up to my server um I mean no 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 it's it's uh, I think just fiber to some hole in Texas Austin Texas little left from Austin
0: 555 headquarters I mean world mis- headquarters world headquarters <laughs> world headquarters
2: <laughs> um yes yes
0: well you, you can, can actually find the guest again this week uh matthew Petchel, on the com, and on the twitter as matt underscore Petchel.
2: and where are you from
0: uh after after he oh, plays yeah. his music we on a link well i mean if you'd like to play it in real time
1: uh, i'll send you a link it's easier or put it in the show notes. that would
0: be best how about under the outro section there playing coming soon oh so good
1: when you've seen this trevor, the trick tricks that he does, does are ever so clever, clever. look at him now disappearing a, a cow. cow where is the cow heading, heading right, right now, now.
0: taking the bow it's
1: magical, magical trevor, trevor. everybody's seen that the trick is clever Back from, from his magical
2: yeah it's
1: it's yeah
0: I, I, I got it.
1: so i guess now the default Outro music will be the next song in the Magical Trevor series.
0: Okay, that's that's good. And, of course, where, where can we find oh, you on the and, internet?
1: and uh, all credit to Weeble stuff, so follow the link.
0: Oh, so that won't get No us. copyright
1: infringement intended.
0: Not intended, but totally did anyway. Yeah,
1: they don't care. I hope.
0: But, I mean, as you mentioned, where can we don't find you on the us. internet?
1: Uh, my website. Which you can go is... to samieberts.com. Okay. Or samieberts on the Twitter, or me on here, or... And where is here? GitHub, Sammy Pertz, the Nexus TV, the Nexus dot TV. We have defeated the dash.
0: The dash is gone. Um, Isn't that great?
1: It is great. So yeah.
0: And of course, you can find me Ryan Ramprasert everywhere, especially on the Twitter as Ryan Amar, and of course on the now dashless Nexus TV at the Nexus TV with the dot at the end. Any, anything else? Got anything else? You know. <laughs> Drinking is difficult. I have a hole in my mouth. I was going to say, in your defense, it is a red solo cup. So, anyway, it's been a great show. I hope to see you again someday. Yeah, maybe. Maybe.
1: Back from his magical journey.
0: Good, you going to say goodbye to your audience?
1: Where is the cow heading right now? (laughs) It's leathery,
3: leathery.